Some episodes might not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to another episode of D&D RPG. Roll initiative. The adventure continues after the party slips the grasp of Black Rift in Greyhaven and sets sail in search of the fallen star. Their first stop, the volcanic archipelago known as the Blazing Isles. The party must pit their ship against floating mists, sunken reefs, and smoking turmoil to find safe landing on the jungle island of Ignaka. There, the party will follow the astral compass through foes and deadly terrain to the island's volcano heart where they can enter forgotten tunnels and pursue the next star fragment in amid the ruins of an ancient civilization. They're not the only ones searching, however, an armada of ships from Black Rift patrol the Blazing Isles at cruel King Wolfric's command. The king possesses a twin of the party's astral compass, the only other in existence. More than anything, Wolfric desires to claim the lands of the Greenwald for his own, and plans to use the magic of the Fallen Star to do so. Unless the party gets the fragment first, the civilized world may fall under Black Rift domination. You got through the webbing and everything. You got through that little opening. You made your perception checks, and Celine was the only one that made it. Yep. It's pronounced foliage. Foliage. What did I say? Foliage. 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 Well, that's why I gave a long pause at the beginning of that, so you could cut this part out if you wanted. So Celine is hearing people talk. As she's listening, she's hearing them talk about a pit with spikes, a dead body that's been long since dead, a satchel, and something about a weird-looking crystal. So that's at the point to where she puts her, she taps on her own shoulder real quick and puts her hands up to her mouth real quick to silence. And then breezes. With that twenty-four. Can she discern the tone of voices to be able to get a rough count? Yeah, you can tell that there's five or so. Five. So she holds up her hand for five. Okay. Um, and from there, it's just basic conversation. Hey, Esther. get your rope out. See if maybe one of us can go down the side without getting hurt. The rest of us will help you out. Da, 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 da. It's basic planning, technical. Esther seeks clarification and mouth gestures five and mouths people. Oh, Celine simply shrugs in reply. Hmm. Esther strokes her chin thoughtfully. So, what do you guys choose to do? Gesture, uh, uh, Esther gestures backwards with a questioning look on her face, like, should we go back? Mercer and, and Celine both point forward and in 
Mercer kind of pulls out the little compass thing, points at it. Ah, Esther is kind of, you know, waving, waving her hands a little bit with that, like, pained expression on your face, on one's face that you get when you're entering rock and hard zone territory. <laughs> Alright, um, let's see, I guess, who's our stealthiest person, did we determine? Um... I have a pl- is it in the past, Mercer has been the most successful with stealth. Okay, because Esther and Zabak both have a plus three to their stealth. So... Selene and Mercer are almost the same. Who's stealthier? Technically Selene, with a, a plus four. Do you want to have Selene sneak forward and suss out the situation since she also... The first yeah, she'll here. try. Alright. So back. Mercer. Esther. And Celine. Now, did Celine. Yeah, she's gonna move forward and stealth. Okay. So I'm gonna put that right there. <clears throat> Not bad. 18. Remember no red. Right. Yeah. No, I left the red at home on purpose because I remember that. Okay. Can I use some of your little? Yep. They're all there for you. Discs. We're gonna say she was here, standing next to Mercer. How far forward is she gonna try to stealth? She can only move fifteen. Okay. So she's gonna try to stealth. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm not gonna make you. Roll. I'm not gonna make you roll for the first one. Five, ten, fifteen to right here. And she's kind of able to see these two. Okay. Any farther forward, she will need to make a stealth check. Um, she kind of looks back at the group real quick and goes... Lock and load, Jester. She sees five black rip, or from here she sees two black rip cards. Not unlike other black rip cards, these guys also have backpacks and cloaks on. One of them distinctively has some sort of a seeing eyeglass in their hand. Um, a, uh, a spyglass that's painted with a starry night sky around its casing. And they're, and they're working ropes to try to help one guy go down. So... But they still have the armor and the battle axe. So the one one of the guys that's helping hoist the other guy down, um, he's going to need to give me a wisdom saving throw. And then after she casts that, she's going to haul tail back. Okay, Hello. so he'll take half damage. Then. It's a straight 20. So, 3d6. And you said it was this guy? Yeah. Okay, so 
five. Six, eleven. Five points of psychic damage. This guy took how many points? Uh, five points. I have particular faith in those two. Got it. Five points. So. Mom, the friend group must help. <laughs> and then initiative. One, one, three, and five. Yes. Roll initiative. Mr. Blood. Oh, of course. Two and three. Ugh. Okay, well. Give me your initiatives and then I will tell you what happens right after right after Celine did the spell. So Esther? Fifteen. Celine? Uh twenty uh twenty-two. Wow. Yeah, I rolled a twenty. Wait, so twenty. What did Mercer get? <clears throat> Fourteen. And what did the back get? Nine. Alright, well, you all go before these guys do. Hey, alright. So it's gonna be round. Celine, Esther. Not really so much of a surprise round because I already got their attention. Zabak, and then these guys. Okay, so she casts that spell and then immediately hauls tail back. Yeah. All you guys hear is. <laughs> That's what I was hoping for. What did she do again? I was researching. She did, uh, she did Disorder and Whispers, and yes. so psychic damage. <clears throat> okay, can I... Followed by other guys going, Dude, what the heck? Why did you let go of the... I, I don't so, know, my head hurts. Mage armor. You just killed him. Who's... Okay, who's... Well, okay, so Celine's taking her turn. Yeah, she mage armors. Okay. And, uh... Let's see. I don't really... Yes. Yeah, I can get it. So, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Line of sight to the... Uh, guy that she just hit. Yeah. What, what is she doing? Ah, uh, firebolt. Oh wait, she no, she can't. Can. She can't. Never mind. Never mind. And she uh, um, she actually stays back there. She doesn't move. Yeah. And now we need to roll two. Unless you guys don't have the crystals out. Esther's gonna get hers out on her turn. Uh, last no. time I checked, you guys still had them out from the last combat that took place an hour ago. Oh no. You never told me you put them away or anything, so I'm assuming you still had them out. Yeah, no, Bob. Okay, go. Yeah. Yep. Uh, did she roll, have the DC and everything at a plus two? Because of the, or at a plus four because of the crystals? It's mage armor, so there's no... I'm talking about the sonnet. Uh, it's, it's a wisdom saving throw. That's yeah, why it, it increases the spell save DC by two per crystal that she's in proximity of. Yeah, the 20 still beats an 18. So that's why I see it. That's oh, why I only okay. took half. Okay. Yeah, when you said 20, I'm like, yeah, it's okay, half damage. Okay. I, I just want to make sure you guys remember that you had the crystals. So I, now I'm just going to ask you this. Nope, I forgot. Do you have hand sanitizer? I do not. You do. Okay, I do. So unless you guys decide otherwise, I'm assuming you have the crystal. Yeah, out. yeah, they're out. They're out. All right. So, and you're definitely within proximity of both of them. 
So first surge. <laughs> so, right after Celine casts Mage Armor, she grows a long beard made of feathers. Oh no. Made of feathers, and uh, the first sneeze that she makes, the feathers explode off her face. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> since we don't actually, you know, sneeze. Well, no, but I would say by the end of the combat, it's all fluttered off. Okay. Um, second surge from Esther's crystal. within 30 feet of you takes 1d10 necrotic damage. Oh no! You gain hit points equal to the sum of the necrotic damage dealt. Okay. I do what now? You gain life based gain off life. how much damage they all take. So, so I, I add that to those are no, temporary? No, just, just, just listen. Okay. Selene, Mercer, and Zabak all take 3 necrotic points of damage. Okay. Esther heals nine points okay she didn't need to so those well, that are... was the surge so that okay so it doesn't give me temporary hit points no 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 okay okay <clears throat> was Celine going to do anything else or was that her whole turn that that's her whole turn okay so it's Esther's turn Esther pulls her cloak down Rips a star off, off the, the cloak. And there's how many there? Five? There's four of them. There's this four. guy is gone. He died. Okay. Who looks the toughest? Right. Yes. These three are the ones that have not been hit yet. Okay. So this guy's not looking too good. Okay. And, oh, that's that's five missiles from for Magic Missile, right? At a fifth level. Yes. So. Is it, it should be five missiles, right? Uh, let me get the magic missile and I will tell you. And is it still just plus one, or because I'm casting at fifth level, is it plus one? Still plus one. It's still plus, plus one, one okay. per on each missile. Higher levels, when you cast the spell using a spell slot of second level or higher, the spell creates one more dart for each slot above first. You cast it at fifth. So I have a fifth. Well, you have three glowing darts at first level. Fourth level would create four, or second level would create four. Third level would create five. Fourth level would create six, and fifth level would create seven. Oh my god, okay. So you have seven darts. Okay, so that's four, so I roll you know, three more. Oh man, okay. I need to know who's getting hit. Okay. Okay, um... Uh, 
Alright. Uh, wounded man is going to get hit for four. Four points. Uh-huh. As two, two smaller ones, bam, bam, hit him. How much damage did they do? They, they, they each did two. So he's going to take four damage total. Did you roll ones? Uh-huh. Okay. So four damage total? Uh-huh. Okay. And then... I'll let you delineate this however you please. Somebody's going to take five. Another guy. You got to tell me. Okay. Just Armor Boy is going to take five. Which one? This guy? That guy. He's going to take five. So it's number one. Um, other dude is going to take five as well. Um, and then dude in the back is going to take six as two more hit him. Okay, so I am going to point this out. Yeah. You need to be in line of sight in order to hit those guys. Uh-huh. So your character does need to move up. Okay, so I'm going to move up. 10, 20, right here would be okay, yeah. of sight to see all okay. of them. And then, <clears throat> you said this guy took five? Six. Six. He's gonna take six. Two are gonna smash it. Two more are gonna smash into him. Okay. So how many missiles have you used up? All of them. That's all of them. Okay. Yeah, you did some nasty damage to all of these guys. Pew, pew, they are pew, not pew. Happy with you. And then I'm gonna step back five feet because you moved me forward twenty-five, right? I moved you forward thirty. You did move me forward thirty. Oh, Technically, okay. to right okay. here is twenty-five, and you still have line of sight of everybody, so. Okay. That would be 25, and if you want to back up 5 feet, yeah. you can do that. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay. Run forward. Pew, 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 pew. Yeah! Actually, it'd be more like her throwing a throwing star, just... <laughs> Cat. Esther is cackling. <laughs> That's Esther's turn. That is Esther's and turn. Mercer. Mercer is going to move. Oh. Oh. Uh. And 5, 10, 15, 20. That guy right there. He is looking the worst out of them. He's going to firebolt him for attempt two with a second. With a 22. Yeah, that hits. Jeez, what'd you roll? 10 plus my 8 plus the 2 for each crystal. Or the plus 4, yeah. Yeah. For 7 points of damage. He goes down. And then he uh, moves. Let's see, he was here. So 5, he 10. He moved 20 feet forward. Yeah, so he'll move there. Okay. So it's Mercer's turn. It is Zabak's turn. All right. I was transcribing some stuff, so you're uh, one of them's okay. One of them's dead. Who's looking worse off? I'm not gonna be able to make it to them. All right, Zabak is just gonna. Um, but she could go and get in the way of the two spellcasters. Yeah, that's what she's gonna do. She's just gonna move up 30 feet. Squeeze okay. between those two, obviously. So you do. Not than me. I'm not trying to tell you how to play your character. Yeah. I'm also not trying to give you a heads up about anything. 
but you do have the ability to hold an action in the event that something happens. So yeah. like move up, hold my action, I'm ready. Move up thirty feet. But it has to be one of those if this person hits me, I hold my action until then. Yeah. I'm or gonna hold my action until somebody around. attacks me. Okay. Or the round in that. Ten right here, right? Mm-hmm. 10, 15, 20, right to here, in front of them. I can keep going. I can move forward 10 more feet. 25, 30. 30 All right. right here? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. I'm, I'm ready. So you're going to hold your attack action unless one... Oh. Until somebody comes up to hit me. And now it's their turn. They, uh... They draw axes and shields. Oh no. Oh, well, it didn't matter. You guys hit them either way, so. The smell, yep. the smell of that hand sanitizer isn't bothering you, is it? No, it's okay. <clears throat> you know who it was, because I'd be gagging and coughing. I'd only have like a quarter. The actual Lilacs still regular damage. Oh, stuff in there, and I filled it up to like there with unscented stuff. And it's Nine, still ten. really strong. I love lilacs, but that's just, it's strong even for me. 20, she gets an attack of opportunity on him as he walks past her. Mm-hmm. Five, and then two of them go up to her. So attack of opportunity on this guy. More hammer. Ooh. Six- oh, is a 16 gonna hit him? Right on the money. Heck yes. D8. Ooh. That's not bad. Nine points of damage. You Just kill him. Clocks and driving not bow! She played the defender really well for Mercer and Celine. And, because that was just an attack of opportunity, I still have my held action, don't I? Yes, but you said you're holding it in the, like, in the event that one of them attacked you. So yes. they are attacking you, so it's going to be them attacking you, and then you get to have your attack action on Yes. Them. So, so we'll eat a 19. Or get 19. <laughs> Now they just saw me cave in one of their buddy's skulls. Yeah, I know. So. <laughs> it doesn't stop them. Right? I know, but that should, you know, give them pause. One of them swings at a 17, which I know misses. Yep. The other one swings at a 21. Oh, yeah, that's going to do it. <laughs> For minimum damage, two hmm. points. I'm sorry, not Mercer and Celine. Mercer and Esther. Alright, so one of them attacked me. I'm using my held action. Yep, which one are you attacking? Well, which one actually hit me? That, that's, that's the one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to assume a 22 hits. Oh, yeah. Alright. Oh, that's great damage. Eight points of damage. He go down. <laughs> he go down. Sorry. 
So, we've killed three of them, and we've barely, we've only yet begun to fight. Alright, so... Top of the order. Top of the order. Celine. <clears throat> Come on, Celine. Just take him out. I don't know if she can get there. Uh, 5, well, 10, 15, right? 20, 25, 30. Eh, good enough. Uh, wisdom saving throw, please. Okay, what is my DC? 14. Well, no, uh, 18 at the moment. At a 17. So, fails. And this is a cantrip. <coughs> She's doing vicious mockery. And so it's a D4 damage. What's the max damage she can do? Four. Okay, so you're not going to kill Three points. And he has disadvantage on his next attack roll. Okay, remind me of that if he gets to attack again. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I, I have a pretty good feeling he ain't going to make it. Is that uh, her turn then? Okay, yes. this is like... Next. Uh, what did uh, I do? It was Esther's turn. Okay. Esther is going to yell, Duck! at the back and throw just a regular round of magic missiles at them. So I have I have three missiles, right? Because I'm level two. You're going to kill them. Okay. Oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah, I got 10, 13 points. Yeah. With magic missiles, <coughs> when it comes to magic missile, when you launch it, you have full control of where it goes. Mm -hmm. You can cause those to go completely around the back. And curve just... the bullets. <coughs> so you kill him, and you set off two more wild magic searches. So yours is going to go on first. So 19. You cast Grease centered on yourself. <coughs> like Flash Dance does. Let me find the spell real quick. I'll explain to you what it does. I know. I, we've, so one of us actually did it before in a previous game. We used Grease. To like get grease all over the ground and then we like lit it on it fire. Me. Yeah. Well, I use, I use it a couple different ways, but uh, it's. But like you're it. standing right next to two other people. So. <clears throat> yeah, so oh to, no! I'm so sorry. I think we have to make dexterity saving throws to so stay sorry. on our this feet. It's gonna be gross. Yeah. What is your spell save DC before the crystals? Oh no! I don't. Know. I think, I feel it's like eight plus your proficiency modifier plus your charisma modifier. So 10. 10 plus 4 for the crystals. So 14 yeah. is the deck saving throw DC that Mercer and Celine Mercer makes make. it. Celine does not. She goes on her butt. Yep, you fall prone. So I gotta make a dex. Oh no. You go prone. Yeah. You I'm... fall down and go prone. <laughs> right. Oh no. Sorry guys. Didn't mean to make a mess. My bad. Minute. The grease is there for one minute. You, uh, and the then, grease, not you. <coughs> Mercer's crystal goes off. Not that it's going to make a difference, but Mercer heals 15 points. I took three points of damage, so. <laughs> you are oh. golden! I took a whole whopping five points. It was points a wild time. magic surge that his crystal did. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll take it. So everybody's dead. <laughs> Except, 
Except yeah. the good guys. Yeah, Esther and Selene have any intention of doing anything, I Dexter be saving throws again. What is Zabak and Mercer going to do? Mercer is uh, going to make his way to the pit. Yeah, Zabak <coughs> is going to kind of uh, search the bodies. Okay, so I will get Mercer, and then I will tell Zabak where she finds him. Right. You get to the pit, and oh, there we go. It's it's kind of uh, fortuitous that Mercer walks up to the pit for two reasons. One, embedded in the side of the wall of the pit, you see another three-foot-long crystal down at the ground level. Nice. You also see the dead body that's laying there. Based off of the clothing and the little bits of armor it has on, you can tell this was probably some sort of an orc, and he's clenched onto a satchel. Mm -hmm. There's an image on the side of the satchel and as soon as you see the image, it's a picture of a skull and two cross clubs. A memory kicks in from when Magnus had possessed your body. Mm -hmm. And you can tell that this is probably something involving the treasure that he had talked to you about back when you two first met in the Temple of the Arch Sky. Oh, cool. Where is the shining little, the, the shining crystal? Crystal... He's red, so I'll use the purple one. Get off there. And he holds out the uh, compass real quick just to verify if it's it is what it is. The, Do I see the little beam of light go directly to it? Light. Yeah, because the actual shard, the compass points directly to the actual shard. Right. No, the compass is pointing this way. Dang. What you're seeing here looks exactly like the crystal you're holding. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, got it, got it. <laughs> I was I was thinking, okay. No, you don't get it that easily. <laughs> One can hope. <clears throat> so is it a pit trap? It is a pit trap that has already been sprung because obviously everything has fallen in. But you do see several bamboo spikes. As evident by the guy who fell down in there from Celine's spell. As he's laying on like four of these things that are jutting up out of his body. So I'm gonna take a moment to tie a rope around my waist. Okay. And then I'm gonna holler at Zebek and be like, need your muscle. Alright, here I come. Or for observational sake, this is a tree right here. Well, no, that works out well because it's a 50 foot length of rope, so we're going to wrap it around the tree a couple times. Okay. And then Sebek is still going to hold the other end of it. And she's going to wrap it around her arm for extra support. And brace myself on a, like a nearby tree or boulder. That, that's the tree. Okay, I'm So gonna, you, yeah. can, you can Embracing. easily, there'll be enough slack that I can get down without endangering myself to falling into the, the, the bamboo spikes. Alright. I need... Is, Zabak is helping me, correct? Zabak yes. is the one doing basically all the work. She's going to slower, basically yeah, lower let the, him down. Yeah. Carefully. Okay. So, so with Zabak lowering you down, it's just, it's not a set climbing wall. So I still need at least one athletics check to climb down. I'm not climbing down. She's lowering me down. Oh. Yeah. It's like repelling. Yeah. No. Okay. She's she's slowly letting the rope go around the tree because we wrapped it around the tree a couple times so that they're almost almost kind of like a makeshift pulley. Mm -hmm. So as I'm just leaning over, all that tension is on 
that rope okay. in the tree. And so all she has to do is slowly let it go forward to slowly let me go down. Okay, so you get the first five feet down. <clears throat> as you're getting ready to drop the next five feet, and you're looking around and seeing all the spikes. You can tell there's no way to get down past the spikes because of how many there are sticking out. Mm -hmm. So you need to figure out a way to maneuver around them without lowering down. Fireball, 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 fireball. I burn them all. There's no bamboo left. I I will take a handful of rounds to just burn them. Evens or odds? Uh, evens. 25. In doing so, you also catch both of the bodies on fire, so now it's a race against the clock before the satchel catches fire as well. Well, I grab the satchel first. I don't care about Satchel's the bodies. Satchel's on this side with the crystal, and you're on this side. So you need to find a way to maneuver around over to here. Um, I'll reach into my bag, uh -huh. and I will grab two short swords. Those. They're from the bandits we fought. Yeah, some bandits we fought a while back. I've, I've been holding everything in my bag of holding. I don't remember you getting short swords from any of those bandits. I remember you getting short swords from the catch that was out of the drow's chest. Okay, hold on. Uh, actually, does, uh, no, not short swords, sorry. I grabbed the two daggers. Yeah, I messed them up. Okay. Okay. Um, and walk you my... said the rope is over here? Yeah. yeah so we got... to go around to this side, that rope's not going to support you going sideways at some point. Is it? So, I mean, you've got a rope going this way and then down. If you're going to go sideways... It'll, it'll support me to the, the corner. Um... So I think this is where I'll need the athletics check for you to come this yeah. way. Because you're going to have that rope kind of pulling on you. I will. I would agree with that. I'm just trying to picture it in my head because I'm like, something doesn't sound right about it. Uh, <laughs> Twenty. Okay. I rolled a nineteen plus one. Yep, you make it. I want two of those green stickies. Okay. So I grab the satchel. Okay. And I, like I said, I don't care about the bodies. So. Um, since I'm down here, um, you're gonna try to go for the crystal as well. No, at this point, I'm going to tell Zebek to pull me up. Pull you up. All, All right. right, she hauls you up. Yep. So, and we're gonna go a step further with this, just for a little bit of fun's sake. I'll say your athletics check that you made earlier goes along with this. Mm -hmm. As you were going across, you get that. As I second, you grab the satchel. Pull me up. And you jump, you like kick off of that side of the wall, pulls, mm -hmm. and you do like this crazy Indiana Jones over to the other side just in time to grab the ledge nice. of the ground and pick yourself up. Nice. With a 19 plus 1 to roll a 20 on athletics just to move five feet over, yeah, we're gonna add some flavor to this. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was dreading that roll. <laughs> yeah. I, I can say you would not have enjoyed a fail. You would have really not enjoyed a fail. Okay, so that's Mercer. Um, was it Zabak or Esther that was searching the bodies? Zabak. 
the back? Okay. So, so she got time. she got detoured. First she helps Mercer. So after she gets Mercer back up out of that pit. Crazy boy. <clears throat> got to search the bodies. Uh, the bodies are burning. Why did you burn that? No, no, no. You burnt the two bodies that were in the pit. Yeah, that's what I'm the talking about. The other four yeah, that are outside. I, I'm talking about the ones we just killed. Oh, yeah. well, and I hold up this nice shiny bag of loot. When did you do that? That was down there in the pit. Oh, nice. That's what I was going in after. Excellent. There's now a, we got some food. There's another crystal vein as well, but yeah. uh, trying to get that, it's not going to go well. The satchel weighs 20 pounds. And had you tried to just grab it without making the acrobatics check, you would have had to make a sleight of hand check to grasp it, but... Um, you, did get, you did get a hold of it. I rummaged through it. So here, most of the belongings are damaged beyond repair, but an old map of the Great Sea is marked with notes showing a clue. According to the map, if somebody were to stand on the trader's shoals outside of the giant's spur, they'd be able to trace a path by the morning star to the true resting place of Scarlet Kate's treasure. Ooh. Okay, so say that again. Hey, guess what? We started selling merchandise. Check out the link in the description below and see what we've got. Old map, traders. Um, if you were just, if someone were to stand on the traders' shoals outside of the giant's spur, they'd be able to trace a path by the morning star to the true resting place of Scarlet Kate's treasure. Old map of sea. Trader Shoals, outside Giant's Spur, to map path from Morningstar to treasure. <laughs> nice. Okay, so <clears throat> the back searches through the other four bodies. Am I right? Yeah. So you find the basics, four shields, four uh, uh, chain shirts, four battle axes. They also each have a backpack on them, which is the equivalent to an explorer's kit. So, four explorer's kits. Okay. Um, oh, I gotta roll for that. find 24 silver pieces. Ah. You find the spyglass painted with a starry night sky around its casing. Excuse me. And that's it. That's all you find. Cool. Alright. Well, Is it safe to assume that all of that gets thrown into Mercer's backpack? Yeah, just all in there. I've got it written down. This is all. 
that kind of works out because I think an explorer's kit was the rest of the stuff that Mercer lost when his first backpack got destroyed, wasn't it? Most of it. <laughs> so now you've come full circle. You got all your crap back. Hey! <laughs> Times four. Well, I mean, there's four things, four backpacks, so kind of works. Yeah. Oh, wait, you also have a bag of holding. So <clears throat> I'm just, gonna, I'm just going to put it in yours. That's fine. If you want to carry it, if, it's, you, if you don't want to carry it, let me know. The bag weight, my bag weighs 15 pounds. Anything inside it doesn't impede the right. weight, so it's 15 pounds. Okay. <laughs> so are you just going to be the pack mule sure, carrying be, all the loot we find? Sure, I'll be a okay, pack. Okay, cool. So I just throw it in his bag. Okay. Are we going to make any attempt at the crystal? Because if not, I'll move on. I'm just asking. No. Not at this point. Yeah. Because there's no real good way to get to it other than going back down that pit. Yeah. And. Gotta let the stuff burn out. None, none of my peeps are. Okay. Mercer just kind of waves his hand off. He's like, alright, we already got one. There are two of them. Yeah. So this side. Well, we need a third one for our third spellcaster, don't we? Mercer moves on. <laughs> He's not. He's not as thrilled with these uh, these crystal rods as one would assume. Cause... Well, and I can honestly say you wouldn't benefit from it for very long. So, okay. Painting it probably blows so, up because of the fire in the pit. Uh-huh. Well, no, the crystal's made of magic, so it's protected from the fire. Yeah. The fire just burns anything flammable in the pit and then dies down into numbers. So this side of where you guys came into, this is all uh, stone, mountainside. This side is actually a cliff, and from here you guys now have a full, perfect view from basically a smaller ledge of the volcano itself. And from here, you are able to get a good idea of the entire volcano, everything that's going on. You have like the slightest little bit like a sliver of view of where the excavation site is at. The hold of the page and da, 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 da. <clears throat> and this is where um, Mercer notices something odd with the astral compass. Not not when he was over here. Mm-hmm. He gets to here to survey the area. You're basically right near the slopes of the volcano. You look down at the compass, and it was pointing. Now it's slowly spinning. So I'm right on top of it. Uh, you can make an arcane or investigation check. This would be for a magical item, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. I know everything under the sun. It's... Pretty, big, pretty good chance to tell that the two-dimensional nature of the device cannot convey height or depth. And you know that the fragment's not floating in the sky right now, so... Gotta go down. It's a safe bet to say that this fragment is somewhere down in the volcano. Fabulous. Um, and is everybody else over by this edge? This yeah. cliff edge now? Okay. So, Celine and Esther still need to give me one more dexterity each save. Oh, try that's to get right. out of the grease. As, Esther was going to try to clean herself off a little bit. It's still grease that's on the ground. Right, it's right. magic. Okay, okay, okay. 
No. Ooh, what She's a slipping and sliding. Uh, Dex? Yeah. DC 14. Oh, that's going to be an 8. Okay, so you Fall both are still down. Prone. Okay, so Mercer in the back can give me either survival or nature checks from this vantage point. Survival. We'll go nature. 17. Okay, what about Zabak? What did she get? Sorry, I'm trying to transcribe stuff. Uh, what am I rolling? Survival or nature, whichever survival. one's better for you. Oh, it's gonna be nature. Uh, 15. Okay, so you both see this relatively well. You see the rivers of lava pouring from all over the mountain in all directions, oh, except no. from the south side of the mountain. There, the mountain slopes down almost a mile under the sea. Shallow tide pools dot the rocks below, and all caves or tunnels opening from the mountainside in all other directions have lava pouring forth. So it's up to you guys to decide what you want to do from this point. Sounds like we need to go that way because the lava is not pouring from and we need to go in. Yeah, we gotta avoid the lava. The floor is literally lava. Mm -hmm. This is not good. Okay. Okay. Now I have little notes to myself of exactly how rage and reckless attack work so I don't have to keep asking you guys. <laughs> So you guys are going to head down towards the south side of the... Yeah. Okay. This is where we are going to pause for a moment so I can set oh, I a star. the map. Same consolation. You had, you had, you have more stars longer than what I ever had. <laughs> you burned through that thing quick, didn't all you? To, all but the last one on that stupid <laughs> dragon hermit. <laughs> And the last one he kept there just so that he could benefit from the yeah. globe at that yeah, exactly. point. Yeah, that was... You guys head down to the south side of the volcano. And you discover a very odd sight. You see cultivated tide pools, gates oh. and cages made from driftwood, turn the rocky pools into farms of some sort where starfish, sea cucumbers, urchins, and more can easily be harvested. Okay. That sounds lovely. Uh, I need to know what everyone's passive perception is. Uh, oh no, I never wrote down Esther's, so I don't know what hers is. It's eight plus my wisdom? Perception, that's right, isn't it? Yeah, and then if you're proficient in it, you can add your proficiency modifier. So 14 for Selene, 10 for Mercer. Okay, what about Zabak and Esther? Um, Esther got a 9. No, no, you're not rolling. I know, Esther has, sorry, Esther has a 9. Okay. Zabak has an 11. Okay, so Selene is the one starts to get this feeling as if somebody is watching you guys. It always feels like somebody's like watching me. It's just that feeling at the back of your neck. 
like being watched, mm -hmm. she starts to pick up on that feeling. She mentions to the group that there's good chance someone has eyes on us. Oh, that's just marvelous. Zabak recommends that they draw their weapons. Okay, so you guys are here, and it's up in here where you're seeing the the uh, the driftwood cages and stuff around all of the creatures. Hmm. And then, of course, you see these cave entrances. One that you kind of can see over here, and then this one you can see blatantly obvious. So there, we're seeing we're seeing creatures inside the pool. So you're seeing uh, you see the cultivated tide pools, which is this gates and cages made from driftwood that turn the rocky pools into farms of some kind, where starfish, sea cucumbers, urchins, and other sea creatures can easily be harvested. That's what you're saying. So what? Do, okay. So do I need to make a perception or investigation to see what's currently being harvested? Not necessarily. Okay. So I, I walk the path real quick just to see what's all being harvested. Okay. I have a question about the cages. <clears throat> okay. They're it's it's driftwood tied together with what? Um, okay, so... Do, okay, do they look breakable? Oh, yeah, it's driftwood. Okay. It's made out of wood. Eventually... Can I, can I just kind of pull them apart without, like, having to smash them? Um... To, I, I, can... I, want to, I want to free the critters in there. Well, hold on. Let's figure out what... what, what before we free them, let's where, where see is if there's everybody any going to them here. Uh, um, Esther's going to follow Mercer. Okay, so right about here, I'm assuming, then? Yeah, I'd rather mercer and Celine. We've talked about this. Run it by me again, because I was reading. So basically, I want to see what's what's there, what creatures are there, and are any of them useful. Um, well, the same things I've described to you are what you're seeing in the cages. Okay. Um, as far as usefulness. Depends on what you know about those sea creatures and their usefulness. So, sea cucumbers. <laughs> Crunchy. Uh, uh, <laughs> Forbidden produce. Let's <laughs> uh, see. That's going to be, uh, say, nature? Yeah. 17. Okay. Well, based off what you're seeing, it almost seems as if like certain chemicals that these creatures produce is what's actually being harvested. Okay. So that being said, you can't tell if it's poisons, you can't tell if it's uh, some kind of natural, I'm gonna say nectar, because I can't think of another one. <laughs> okay. Um, Juice. Let's see. Um, of doing that, Esther sees a, uh, 
sees a little spike flying past her head. Hold up, now. She's coming from this direction. She stops, throws her hands out, and says, wait. And ducks and says, everyone down. Grab my shield. Oh, there he is. Did we roll initiative? Nope. Hmm. Who goes there? I'm going to shield out. I'm going to kind of peer over my shield to see if I can see who is, who's attacking. Give me a perception check. Roll 20. Hmm. So, 24. You see a humanoid figure over in here. And you catch him at the last second as he disappears into the shadows. A hunting I will go. A hunting I will go. And off I go. Well, I guess Madison knows what we're about. Let's go. Because I can always come back to these sea creatures later. Mm -hmm. So I find the area where I can walk across without impacting the sea life. Okay, so back over here where the rocks are. Yep. Yep. Right, so at this point, you guys aren't in initiative, but I'm going to have you go in turns like you're in initiative. Mm-hmm. And I'll just, we'll just do it in this order with Mercer, Zabak, Esther, and Celine. In fact, I will slide the map up here. Like this. So it goes down. Actually, no, I take that. Yeah, yeah, we will do it that way. Let me remark this. So that's. Start with Mercer. What's Mercer doing? A hunting he will go. So, he goes and scurries off after the. 30 feet or full move? Or full uh, or dash? Yeah, he's gonna dash. Okay, it's so 50 feet. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. Yep. Get you right here. Okay. Um, Do I see him? Dark vision. Give me a searching would be perception, right? Investigation. Investigation. Uh, he probably beat me. Oh, maybe uh, fourteen. No, you don't see him. Dang. Mm. I rolled really low that time. You rolled really, really high. <laughs> My girls are Okay, so to back, are you following suit? Dash mm-hmm. action over? Yep. And so I think the back is. Now, the back moves 30. at a faster pace than Mercer does, so she, does she catch up to Mercer or go past him? Just gonna catch up. Okay. Same with Esther. Esther, too. Okay, so Esther to right. Is Celine gonna wanna stand by Mercer or. Right now, right now she's okay to take up the rear. So I assume follow suit? Yeah. Okay. okay. Let's get to right here. All right. So top of the line again. Mercer, what are you doing this time? Uh, I'm going to see... I'm going to get... Um, well, I'm going to move in 30 or 25 feet, and I'm going to see if I can find this bugger. 10, 15, 20, 25. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now, your line of sight 
is to right here. That's fine. I don't know where he's at, so okay. I'm looking. That's going to be a 26. Ooh. Oh. So it's safe bet to say what field of vision you have currently, he's not in. So he's probably somewhere else in there. Question real quick for you. Okay. Did we notice that other path over here? Before? I don't think we, we would have. You did. I, I, I told you it looks like it, but from where your line of sight was at, this is farther out than this side is. So you saw that something came around here, okay. but it wasn't until you got yeah. to here that you could see that it's another entryway. I turn back. So back. Run down the other way. Ah, right. So Esther is going to, I guess, follow me with a torch. Are you guys dashing down to the other yeah, side? Yeah, we're going to dash down to the other entrance and be ready. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60. Yep. And Esther follows suit here. Yep. And then she will just, she'll stay on my heels. Okay. How yep. is Celine able to see in the dark? I mean, Esther obviously handed her one of her torches before she dashed off. Um, just, to be, just to be clear here, if I'm asking you the question, I am not going to assume that something happened prior to that <laughs> because I wouldn't have asked the question. Or Celine got into her own adventurer's pack and got out one of her torches. Because the very first time I asked that question, you guys answered, well, she can't. So Mercer came over and went, here, here's a light for you and make her quiver or her backpack or whatever shed like a five-foot light. Oh, memory like a steel trap, sir. I listen through the podcast so I can keep up with Absolutely. This way I know what has been happening yes. up to this point. And then that way if you guys have questions about stuff that happened before, I can try to recall it as best as I can. I get that, I get that. Yeah, she'll, she'll grab a torch and Use her tinder and light it. Okay. We'll say that's your one interacting with an object free action. Uh, it'd be her action because she has to. She has to grab both. She has to grab the torch, grab the tinder. And... Okay. But right now she's just she's. Okay, wait. As an artificer, you mean to tell me that you have not made some kind of little fancy flint and steel gadget? that is perhaps similar to a contemporary cigarette lighter? Uh, I have, but it, ha it requires being maintained. And mm. so we've not really had time to maintain my trinkets. Oh no. So, no. Okay, okay. <laughs> that being said, he has made references in the past about having some sort of weird looking, almost vintage steampunk style Zippo that he uses to light bombs with. <laughs> yeah. That that was the that was my little trinket I, that oh, I, I had okay. made, but because of the last few game sessions, I we've not really had time to because it takes an hour to maintain it. Well, you guys have said you take an hour long rest. Correct, but you can't rest and do that at the same time. <clears throat> I'm not one hundred percent positive, and so I really haven't put too much stake into it. All right, all right. Okay. So everybody's gone, moved, done their thing. Mm -hmm. We're back at the top of the line. Mercer, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to move 25 feet. Um, hugging the wall. This side or this side? Uh, close side to me. So, 5, 10, 15, 
to here and staying here to your left? Yeah, and I'm going to you see... You said a full 25? Yeah, and I'm going to see if I see him. With a 25. Hang on a second. Yeah. So I see him. You see him. Um, you do see him. You take seven points of damage. What? And I need a constitution saving throw. Okay. That's going to be a 20... Uh, 19. 19. Okay, so you just take the damage. Does a... Now, here, here's what happened. You came around the corner, that hit you, and as you realized where it came from, you saw him... He can't do that. He held his action for when you came around the yes, corner. Yes, but you can't move, like, you. it's an attack action. You can't, that's two separate actions. So he can either hit me, or he can flee. What? Okay, so well, that's still hit yeah. So does a fourteen hit him? No. Nope. So a firebolt goes near him. You see a firebolt go by. No, the light stain. from the firebolt reveals mm-hmm. a stain. human with scrappy-looking pants, a headband, and what looks like a very large. Uh, What looks like a large, uh, I don't want to say a stingray because a stingray. It's a shell. It's a, it's, it's, oh, it's a conch. A conch? Kinda, it, it looks like a stingray, but it's got a hard shell, not a soft butt. Oh! Horseshoe, horseshoe crab. crab. Horseshoe crab, thank you. It looks like a very large horseshoe crab on its back. Duh. And so I also yell at him, Why'd you attack me? I meant you no harm yet. But you hit me first, now I'm gonna, gonna hurt you. <laughs> yeah, he responds, Why do the servants of Blackriff defile our my island? I am not Blackrock. I kill them. You carry Black that Rift. shield. What? Yes, because I took off one of their corpses because he took mine. Actually, they blew mine up. <laughs> As you can see, like the emblem is kind of defaced. Okay. You intend to continue this conversation? Yeah. Okay, so at this point, combat ends. And he, he looks around the corner. If not part of Black Rift, what's your purpose here? The Astral Shard. Can Esther and Zabak hear that there's conversation? Oh yeah, you're hearing this echoing. Okay, so we're going to move in there. I am, at this exact moment, I am simply here to collect the Astral Shard and be on my merry way. And it's somewhere in the volcano. What is this Astral Shard you speak of? I show him one of the little shards. You hear, you hear what sounds like a sword being sheathed? I put away my wand and I sleep. And then you hear a, on the side of the cave wall and 
several little spots start to glow. What? In that area. Where are Zabak and Esther? We're moving towards the sound of their voices. Because obviously that's not the sound of combat, so we're going to just um, in there. And we're, we announce ourselves so we don't surprise our new friend. <laughs> and then we get attacked. He, he stops and says, The cool tides just outside the cave. Let's go sit out there. Sure. Does Esther and Zabak follow suit with yeah. that? Of course. So you guys, so they all come back over to here, and he comes out. <clears throat> as soon as they get back out, you see him reach into one of the driftwood boxes, pull a sea urchin out, looks at Mercer mm-hmm. and goes, Punch. Here. No, 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 no. Give me your arm. He pricks your arm with it, and you are healed. What? Okay. Well, that's... And he puts the urchin back into the, uh... Oh, can I get some of that, too? Well, that is... Are you injured as well? Yeah, in the earlier fight. A couple of our... couple of the party... Oh, wait, we took an hour injured. rest, didn't we? <clears throat> yeah, but you'd have to roll your hit dice for it. Uh, what is it, a d6 plus whatever? Uh, it's your hit dice plus uh, comm modifier. I don't remember what my hit Wait, I wrote it down. I did not write it down. Who are you rolling for? Zabak. Uh, Zabak is a barbarian. Mm-hmm. D10. Okay. I'm pretty sure. And... Uh, let, me, uh, let me double check that. I want to say it's D10, but it may be a D12. No, I'm pretty sure barbarian is D12. D12? Alright, I got, got one of those. Yeah, D12. D12. Oh, that's three. And she is fully healed. Okay, so. Wait, what? She ah. used the hit dice earlier on her hour rest. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right, so he I heals you, do that. the urchin. He actually uses two of them on you, and you're healed for five points. Okay, so I'm not. So yeah, the back does not need that. Okay. You're not fully healed, but you're definitely doing better than yeah. you were. Oh yeah, I still have these potions. I gotta figure out what they are. So at this point... What is your name? Or what can I call you? You may call me Balisto. 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 I am Mercer. She is Celine. Zebek is the turtle. Zebek. 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 Zabak. I will. I will always get her name wrong. It's the joys <laughs> right. of being me. And then Esther. It's all right, McCoy. McCoy. Got him. He doesn't care. <laughs> Poor I'm not. completely lost. What? What? McCoy. I... He keeps calling me Zabak. Yeah, I got that. Zabak. And so I called him McCoy. Yeah, McCoy doesn't sound anything like a person. Exactly. He doesn't even flinch. She just Mercer he... McCoy. <laughs> no. <clears throat> At that point, he, he sets up a small little fire, goes over to one of the other uh, where the starfish are at, mm-hmm. grabs one of the bigger ones that seems to have its legs curled up. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
proceeds to cut off three of the legs from that one, puts it no. back in the water, grabs a different one, cuts three of the legs off of that one, puts it back into the water. What are you about, 17, sir? Seventeen. Uh, nature knows that they will regrow. Yeah. They'll regrow. To start the their appendages, they will regrow. Are you certain? Yes. All right. Melista, Melista looks at. Starfish are commonly known for regrowing. All right, you didn't know that, Esther. No, I did not. He brings it over to the fire and sets it on a small, weird-looking wire, like pins them through and sets them over the fire so they start cooking. Mm -hmm. By the time they're done, they actually look like little chicken tenders. And he proceeds to give each one, give one to each of you, and sits and says, one night, probably about a month ago, there was an odd sort of shooting star that arced across the sky. And it fell straight down into the mouth of the volcano. Oh no. Shortly after that, came these large ships of black sails. Within a few days, far side of the volcano became defiled. Um, I'm assuming that's Black Rift, right? Yes. Yeah. Based off his description, you get a decent idea. In fact, when he says Black uh, Sails, he immediately taps on Mercer's shield. Uh... Alright, well... Unable to stop the excavations, I was simply able to watch... I may have once or twice methodically taken care of one or two. Yeah. For lack of a better term. Mercer gives him a thumbs up. Esther not even more safely. Troubling, though, the volcano has started to become increasingly volatile, causing shaking and quakes of all sorts throughout the island. <coughs> if what I saw is in fact your shard, it may be the cause of this darkness that has befallen our island. Absolutely is. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. If your intent is to remove this shard and in turn save the island, I can help you find safe passage through the caves. Absolutely is. I'm down. Furthermore, I shall warn you. There are creatures. Well. Sea-like creatures that if they hurt you, will be poisoned. Strongly recommended you avoid them instead of trying to fight them. Which ones would they look? What do they look like? They stand about five to six feet tall and have tendrils that come off of them. Are they tendrils easily... or tentacles? Tendrils. Are like, they easily okay. avoidable, or will they? Do they have the capability of moving and chasing after us? They will not move if you come within a certain proximity of them. They lash out and Okay. What is that distance? Yeah, how close can we get without... You would... I would say stay about 10 feet away from any pillars that you find. Got it. Okay. Cool. If you would like, you can rest for a little bit, but when you're ready to go, I will show you the way. Yes. Let's let's rest for an hour and yeah. you know, prepare. I need, I need an hour. Now, the little starfish legs that he gave each of you, mm -hmm. that is the equivalent to one full meal's near nourishment. Oh, awesome. nice. Eight. I think right. 
So does that mean they're they're like healing? Hmm? Does that mean they're like a healing potion? No, it's just oh. it's one less meal you have oh, to worry about. Oh, it's a about ration. Mm-hmm. Okay. So both Selene and Mercer are fully healed. So how many of those did I did each of the girls did we each get? Starfish legs. You guys have rested and you are ready to go. You see Valisto head up towards the cave. You guys follow suit. And you notice him doing something kind of odd as he walks through the caves. There's various areas where he'll tap on the stone a little bit. Something will move, but it kind of moves out of the way. Or oh. some luminescent spot lights up. The clever Bozo set up traps, didn't he? No. Oh? He is that familiar with this area that he has learned how to best handle the sea life oh. in the caves to the point where he knows what to do to make them leave him alone and therefore leave you alone. As well as he's learned which creatures do what and how to best affect them oh, in order cool. to make them do what, they, what he wants them to do. Well, he's a clever bozo now, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Nice. So he guides you through the caves get down to one long cave that's about 20 feet long and has a slight curve and he stops and goes this is as far as I go oh well all the, right the threshold between where he's standing and the next few spaces ahead you feel heat oh my and you feel a strong heat well Belisto looks at you says I'm going to head back good luck on your portion Appreciate it. Thank you again. And he heads back down the tunnel. Thanks, buddy. Safe travels! Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to learn more about us, you can find us on Facebook at The LARP Channel. Until next time, stay safe and have fun.